Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Next Level Show, the health and fitness podcast that we're going to help you this month, starting the month of October, on how to get really started with your health and fitness. I know a lot of people are maybe in the process, so this still can apply to you, but if maybe you're someone that has contemplated starting or maybe the whole situation with, you know, this year with COVID hasn't, you know, been allowing things to flow as easily as you would want them to, you had all the best intentions, don't worry, it's still the end of the, the, end of the year, it doesn't matter, it's not too late, and we're going to get you started either way on the right foot, build some momentum, and hopefully this will translate over into the next year. Boys, how are y'all doing? Awesome. I feel great. Mike? I feel good. I just had a, uh, a parent-child bur- burger. Mm. Huh? Parent-child burger. It's a uh, ground beef and ground veal. That really sounded, that literally took my mind somewhere else. Oh. I, well, I thought first you had like a kid's meal. Yeah. Nope. No, he made me I mean, seem was, like he ate a child. He made it seem like he ate a child. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, technically, I did. Wow. I was thinking about it. I kind of felt bad when I was buying the ground veal. I'm like, this is a baby cow, and I was like, well, one day it'd grow up, and I would eat it anyways. So, God, what's damn. the difference? <laughs> Just fast traveled. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It was really oh. tasty. Highly recommended. You should give it a shot. Oh, very good. This is- this is not where I expected to go right off the yeah. rip. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, eventually here and there, we're going to take that sharp left turn. I love it. At least it's not always me because I always feel like I'm the guy that people probably think and roll their eyes out while they're listening to is like, oh, here we go. No, that is I. <laughs> Jonathan's on a rail. Oh, and Gabe too, man. We're like, I Mike's always we... like the kind of the mellow one. And then Mike just surprises us the most and takes it over the top yeah. to the dark side. One day I just come on the show and talk about eating children. Wow. Gosh. It's fine. Please don't. Anyways, <laughs> as we were saying, um, yeah, you know, this is, this is a topic that is, that is applicable to anyone and everyone. And um, how many people like, right, just are hesitant to go because they just don't even know where to start or how to start or feel as if like, you know, step one is going, you know, two hours on a, on a treadmill or there or a bike or something and slashing their calories by like, you know, everything. Yeah. So. I think it's, it's important to kind of like set like kind of the, the, the ground, the foundation for what your health and fitness journey is going to look like as far as expectations. And a lot of people have this perceived notion that it needs to be something super radical uh, very intense. Maybe they watched the video that got them inspired. Maybe they talked to someone, maybe they watched the movie, you know, it, it could, the motivation could spark from, or maybe they got a diagnosis from something and it kind of put them in a position where they're like, Oh, I definitely should probably do this. Or I'm in, I'm, it's going to get very complicated very quickly, wherever you're coming from, wherever your wherever your mindset's at, you know, that got you kind of even curious to do this. I think it's important to visit that and really examine what we, you know, everyone will tell you is you're kind of your why, why are you going to start doing this? Um, Is it because you are sick and tired of, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror, which, you know, I'll tell you from the beginning is it's not 
I don't want to make this seem like, okay, like no one can ever be unhappy with, no, maybe you're like genuinely look at yourself and like, damn, like I could be doing better. What the hell am I doing to myself type thing? But I want to check you really fast if you're that person, which is a lot of people that I talk to because when I sit down with a new client or a potential new client, first thing they'll tell me is like, I just, they grab a certain area of their body and they're like, I hate this, or I'm like, I need to get rid of this, or I, I got, I'm tired of looking at myself and something in that regard. And it's, um, you got to watch kind of how you word things. There's nothing on nothing wrong with ex wanting more from yourself and, be, and expecting better. Nothing wrong with that. I don't believe in always being super complacent with everything. There's a time for things. But if you're someone that's already coming from a negative place of disliking yourself, and that's your reason why, this is where the people will make the common mistakes that we'll kind of maybe brush over here in this episode to kind of give you some examples and stuff to avoid because we want to make sure that if you're starting this or you're coming back from an attempt that you did maybe in the past, at this time it, it sticks. And that way you're going about it with a much clearer, uh, more healthy relationship with yourself plus with you know adding you know all these new variables into your life. Yeah, you, you don't want to come at this from a, a sense of like either hating yourself or how you look or how you feel or, or anything like that, because most likely those type of um, feelings would uh, turn into some drastic or extreme measures to fix whatever it is that you would like to change. Right. So just come at it from a place of, of love. You know, hey, I'm going to take I, I want to adjust. Uh, I want to get a little, quote unquote, healthier. I want to be more active. I want to do all of this because I love myself, because I want to be there for my family, you know, my kids, uh, significant other or whomever that you have in your life or just for yourself. And when you do that, then taking these small steps that are necessary to have success will be easier to grasp, easier to acknowledge, easier to uh, just take it step by step as opposed to just jumping head on first into like the shallow end of a pool. You know, you don't want to do that. So coming at it from a good positive place is, 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 is best. So are we, are we starting this off with uh, goals? I feel like that's a pretty good... Yeah, I think that we can discuss maybe the, the few different goals that people may have. And I think a common one, we've all seen it. The most general one yep. that we'll find is losing weight. Yeah, losing weight. And people say losing weight. And this is a very easy thing that you'll, people will probably Google, which I have. I am so guilty that I have not made it a, an article or a guide for this because I know people still use Google for the grand majority of things. And hopefully, I know there's a lot of good coaches out there that are putting, you know, pretty good information. So I want to eventually do that for um, just anybody that's out there that hasn't even listened to the show. But you'll Google how to lose weight. And this is still a general thing that you'll, there's so many ways of doing it. Uh, just so you know, we obviously have a very unhealthy way of doing it or to a better, more sustainable approach, which typically won't get that many eyes because it's not that attractive or for the person to see, oh, fuck, this is actually going to not be as glamorous as I thought it would be. Um, but most people actually want to lose fat. So I think it's understanding, is your goal really to lose weight? Understanding this, that losing weight and losing fat are completely different things. This can kind of also something to think about. And this can be, somebody might say, all I want to do is weigh this much. That's their goal. And hey, that's where you want to start. Fine. But if you're someone that maybe, you know what, it's not about the weight. I don't care about weighing 152.5 pounds exactly. I want to lose fat and I want to change my body. So this is actually something that I like to always like ask the person, are you interested more in the weight 
uh, sir or miss, whoever? Or are you more interested in losing body fat and really kind of changing the way you look? And, and you know, nine out of time, 10, nine out of 10 times, people will usually say it's body fat, you know? So uh, we'll cover on how to do kind of set those things up. The other one is usually build muscle. I was that person that I was a skinny guy. You're someone that doesn't have barely any muscle mass and your goal is to become more muscular and build muscle. You know, that's one of the main things is gaining some weight and or muscle mass. And this is another thing that's instead of losing weight, gaining weight, it's losing fat, building muscle. So I think that it's all like kind of things to kind of think, take in mind. And then the other person that's very common as well, that's a grand portion of why we even have jobs is the person that wants to feel better and no longer be in pain or discomfort or tight or wherever they're coming from that they've been kind of limited in their life. So you got to assess which one are you, where are you trying to be? We could talk about performance and all that good stuff, but to keep it super basic, the most common things we see are these three. Would you guys agree? Yep. Those are the, 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 main, uh, the main ones and they come in different shapes and sizes. Like you mentioned, if I'm wanting to change some aesthetic, it would be, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to lose uh, body fat. Uh, that would essentially be the, the, the underlying cause of it or, or what they really want to change to themselves. Or I just, you know, have, I have this pain in my, in my, uh, my knees hurts, my back hurts. Every time I get up, I make those, uh, those kind of sounds, you know? So you want to just um, correct those as best you can and, and just have them feeling as, as best as they can whenever um, through this process. And that's really my main focus in the beginning is uh, making sure that they feel better and that they move better prior to making any kind of adjustments within their training. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, ultimately. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we can get everybody moving better or feeling better. Um, that's always one of the first questions I ask somebody when I meet with them, how are you feeling today? Cause I want to know. Um, I do always, I always kind of push people towards, you know, when I, when I do get somebody sitting across from me that says all their goals are just aesthetic based. It's all about how they look, not so much about how they feel. I bring up that point. And I also ask if there's anything they'd like to learn. Um, Cause I, I feel like that's a very important step to this as well because if you're just going in and doing the reps and going home and not learning anything then you're kind of doing yourself a disservice so you know seek to learn from this as well even if it's just learning a specific exercise that you've never learned um or different ways to you know go about losing weight if calorie tracking isn't for you but learning should be part of the process as well so try and set a goal related to that as well How about time expectations for people that are trying to do this? Um, I know some people may have some ideas of how long it will take. And as a trainer, we have, we know that realistically either goal or depending on the goal, it can take some time. And we know it also depends a lot on, on the person, how much uh, time are they dedicating on their time away from you? You know, if there's someone that comes in to see you one hour a week or a person that are coming in three to four times a week, you know, it's also going to kind of alter in how much time are they doing on their own? I can speak for Mike, anything that we did, he responded relatively quickly. And I don't want to say it was solely on his genetics, but it was because the man was disciplined. So, uh, you know, you got to ask yourself realistically, how, how dedicated are you going to be? And it doesn't matter if you are on a scale to one to 10, maybe realistically, you're like a six or a seven. You're not maybe a 10 that you have a lot of other things in your life. 
and you're you're still a, you're only a six in on your motivation scale or the dedication scale doesn't mean you're gonna fail hey it's better than a two it's better than a one so i mean you have it's just understand where you're at be honest with yourself how um how much time am i willing work am i willing to put in because i know a lot of people will be like i want results you'll have that client that come in is like how long is it going to take me to get results and they'll kind of ask like expecting like a, a, a clear cut answer and we know that i always tell them it, it's going to depend on you i'll give you everything you absolutely need to to be successful but are you know that's the same client that after a week or two once they get a feel for what it's gonna take and they're working and they're doing the sets and they're like ow this uh another set oh no more weight they're like i'm like you want the results we gotta push we gotta work hard okay yeah so if someone says hey i uh how long is it gonna take for me to save up a hundred dollars well it depends are you putting away a penny a day are you putting away a dollar oh right love that are you are you dropping like you know five or ten then the more that you kind of like put in there now that, but also you can't just, you know, you say, Hey, I'm going to put a hundred dollars in down in one day. No, it's, it's, it's definitely not going to happen. Right. So the more you put in, yes. Uh, the more you're going to get out of it and your coach or we would um, tell you what's too much or what to start with. Right. Because uh, we would never give like, you know, some client, even if they are a, at a level 10, we're not going to tell them, okay, here are all the things that we're going to change from day one. No, it's, it's taking it step-by-step step, working with your coach, but it's really, it, it's uh, it, it all goes about to how much are you going to invest and put in towards working toward this goal. The more you put in, the more it's going to take. And if you can only go one day a week, then, Hey, it's cool. That's fine. It'll just take us a little bit longer, maybe a little bit extra on your part on your off time, but you can for sure do it. Um, again, one day is better than no days. I wanted to also add is that, you know, it's okay, it's completely okay to to know that it's going to take time and for the grand majority of people it does take time because the average person we work with aren't the the fanatics or the super driven individual when it comes to fitness because they don't fully like it 100% like they're not passionate like the small percentage of people that end up you know turning it into something and becoming trainers or people in the space so for a lot of you listening this may take, you know, your uh, 50 pound weight loss goal may take you for the, for the, the exact 50 pounds. Don't mean that nothing crazy and great is going to happen out of, as a byproduct of a lot of other factors, but the number of 50 pounds on that scale may take you hey, a year, year and a half, two years of, of really losing 50 pounds. Now, this doesn't mean as you drop 20 pounds that you're not going to look and feel completely different because we're doing things the right way. So don't let this get discouraging when you hear time because we already talked about the difference between lo just losing weight on a scale versus losing body fat. The both don't translate to what's really happening on just the scale alone. So other things are going to have to come in, you know, as you're going to have to use other things as uh, metrics to gauge your your progress so don't let this be a dismotivating factor is what i wanted to kind of clarify for us i always tell them you, we can either do this the fast way or we could do this the right way and the right way just takes some time uh it'll it it and but but again along the process you're going to be feeling great you're going to be looking great you're going to be pleased with where you're going and that kind of like just the, the great thing about that is like as you kind of get more um excited about how you feel and how you look that's more of uh, that you're going to be willing to to put in towards this goal to get you there even faster
Mike, I have a question for you. Um, just because like, you're the person that I know the most and I can see tangible things is how long did it take you? Do you think realistically, I don't know if you have an exact time of when you, when it kind of clicked for you. Cause I know maybe at the beginning it was like, I'm starting something new. I'm trying this, but I, it, it maybe it took a while where it was like, now I'm kind of have the ball rolling and I'm like kind of moving with some momentum. Maybe at the beginning it was a little like it was yeah, new. I mean, it was weird. I would say maybe six to eight months, something like that. It, less than a year to start taking things more seriously. Um, total transformation. If you want to call it, that was maybe like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. um, so all told really, maybe there was about a year of time between when I started taking it very seriously and actually got the very serious results. Um, and that was because we did, we did do it the right way. Um, that was one of the points that I wanted to make was most people aren't built for the fast way. Most people can't handle doing this the fast way. Um, you'll completely hate your life. You'll be hungry. You'll feel weak. Your workouts will suck. You'll hate your trainer and you'll hate exercise through the whole entire process. And at that point, is it even worth it to, you know, get that body that you wanted for your, for your cruise where you're malnourished and underfed doesn't, uh, it doesn't seem like it would be worth it to me, but, um, it, it's just not, it's not sustainable. It's, and it's not really that approachable in my opinion either. Not only is it not sustainable, but also kind of counterproductive to your long-term results or what you'll see. Uh, I just saw a post from um, uh, someone that I follow, PJ Performance. He mm -hmm. had a, a clip from his podcast basically saying how the more extreme your initial uh, change is, the more of an extreme counterpunch your body will give to you. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you do, and that's what causes these yo-yo diets and what happens with the yo-yo diets, when you gain the weight back, you don't just get the gain. The, like, let's say you lost 10 pounds. You don't just lose gain back those 10 pounds. You probably mm -hmm. gain back 11, 12, 13, then you yeah. lose those 10. Then you gain back another 11, 12, 13. So it's always a, a more that you're gaining doing these yo-yo diets. So to kind of not have that, you just take these small uh, sustainable approaches and it'll leave you um, where you want to be in the long term. What people fail to understand is that America has never really had a weight loss problem. We've had a sustainability problem because the United States as a whole loses thousands on thousands of pounds a year on average. The problem is that it's the same cycle. You see the spikes in the beginning of each year, then it kind of dips down. It increases again, probably for the summertime. Then it drops down again. Then people kind of start ramping up a little bit towards the holidays and then it completely drops again because people are like, well, it's the holidays. Let me just kind of go through this and I'll start again next year. So you kind of always see this up and down effect with people. So it's, we're talking about real sustainable results, which this is something that we need to be very, um, very aware of how we're doing things that way we're not doing the rebounds because a lot of people that are coming to us have already gone through many different diets many different modalities of training um, where they've tried all different uh, coaches possibly or maybe uh, they follow different people and they just haven't found something that really works for them and usually it's because they're looking at the most extreme of the extreme and that are yeah it works. You're low calorie, your high of training volume is like through your draining volume is through the roof. But then a lot of people life happens and they cannot stick with it versus the person that I may work with after all those things are said and done. 
we take a little bit more to lose those initial maybe 10 pounds, but those 10 pounds never come back. Even if they go on vacation for a week or two, they come back and they're blown away that they only gain maybe a pound or nothing at all, or possibly have lost a little bit. It's, it's a very different, very hard to sell to the average person, very challenging uphill. But I think that this is why eventually that person comes in our pathway and that they're going to be listening to this and it's going to set them on the right tone forever, hopefully. Yeah, it's not an on again, off again. It's not a light switch. It's not on the wagon, off the wagon. It's not to say that, you know, during the holidays, during certain kind of times that you can indulge in it and, and treat yourself because we all do. Hell, I do but I don't go like overboard. I don't have like a slice of cake or, or a cookie or whatever and be like, oh, that's it. Guess today is, you know, just done. Let's just chalk it up to not doing anything, not being active, just making all types of bad choices all over the place. No, and, and then one day turns into two, turns into a week. And that, that, that turns into that, you know, that, uh, oh, I, I guess I'm off. I'm, let me just uh, come back on maybe next week or next month or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just wanted to also clarify the things that are when it comes to starting is understanding your why and what your goal is, you know, what are you doing and why are you doing it? What's the driving factor? If it's from a negative place, spin it into a positive in your mind. That way we can go about things that we're going to address further on, uh, later on in this month in this series of episodes in a, in a better way where you're not doing it from a complete place of hate and dis, dis, disgust of your body because I people literally use those words so I'm literally saying it so if it you are that person to just reflect a little bit but um another thing is just set it now we can give away maybe some tangibles for um some takeaways for these for everyone that they can start because the big the biggest piece here is going to be a lot is your nutrition obviously the style of exercise that you're choosing can help influence um, I think it's also understanding we've talked about, take the slow approach, build on that. Start, I think everyone, regardless of what goal it is, weight loss, muscle building, pain management, is going to be incorporating some type of resistance training. Now, that's going to vary from person to person. The beautiful thing is that resistance training is so individualized that you can pick many, many modalities and you can, it can be for any level or any phase of life that you're in. So resistance training these are standard. These are just, gen, I'm sorry, generic numbers. Don't take them to heart, but anywhere from one to five days a week is going to be usually depending on who it is. You can bounce back on how many days you're working out, but I would say pick a number that you realistically can stick to that you enjoy because the most important thing is not going to be is more days better than less days. It's going to be how many days can I realistically do even when the weeks, even during my weeks there, when it gets super crazy and hectic, that's what you're going to have to pick as far as that. What do you guys think? Yeah. It's what, what can you stick to? What are you more consistent with? And if you do have, let's just say you're the person who says I can come and I can commit to five days a week and there, and that's actually what you follow through. Then you would just adjust accordingly, right? You wouldn't go crazy. Uh, every single day, you would just adjust things um, for the volume, for the intensity for this individual. And if it's only one, then that's cool too. You know, we, we would just, we would start, I would start slowly with anyone, regardless of how many days they could, uh, they can commit to. And that's, that, that's kind of like where I would start. Then what about you, Mike? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say exactly that, but then also be okay with that number changing. Um, that'll go up 
it'll go down too. It just depends on what's going on in your life. If you have family in town, maybe that's once a week when you're used to three. Maybe you fall in love with the process and you go from two to four. Um, either way is perfectly fine. It's, it's individualized. So be okay with where you're at. Be honest with yourself and just be consistent. That's, that's ultimately what we're looking for here. Perfect. Perfect. I love that you also added that, Mike, where it, it can change. For example, I've been, my goal has been four days a week. This week with everything that's been going on, we coming back from a vacation. That's usually when I have like, it feels like I'm a day behind on everything. So I'm only down to two days this week of that I've fully accomplished. My full, full workouts have been two, done middle things in between, but it's it, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm realistic with myself. I know that this one week is not going to set the tone for everything. I know it happens. I've been doing it long enough that a, it happens. Don't beat yourself up about it. Also come into the mindset that you really, and understand wholeheartedly that regardless of what happens moving forward, you can't not fuck this up in fitness. You cannot fuck it up unless you completely throw in the towel and just give up. That's the only way. So as long as you never quit, even if you, it takes you two weeks to get back, a month to get back into it because you felt like you've fallen off your diet or your workout routine, as long as you come back, no harm, no foul. It just keeps going. So always feel like you're not, never think that you're on or off the wagon. This is also a poor mindset going into it. So always understand that this is not, that's not how it works. Fitness is a forever thing. And once you approach it that way too, going into this moving forward, I think you're gonna uh, have a, like I said, healthy relationship with the process itself. Boys, I think we're ready to transition into the takeaways as far as let's set them up in a proper way with nutrition, kind of how to go about, because this, this right here is a hit or miss for clients, especially when it comes to in-person clients. My online clients usually do better because this is where, I mean, I can't, I can only do so much. If you're not going to the gym, then, you know, why did you hire me to begin with online virtually, you know, as you're just paying for a friend, but yeah, you're just paying to talk to me through email or phone calls here and there. But I would say like, you know, the nutrition piece in person is always usually hit or miss with clients because, you know, I don't know what's going on, like completely through the mindset, but it's a lot. Nutrition is, is what you do all day, every day, you know, everyone eats, you know? So it's like, how do we, hopefully, right. And it's just (laughs) like, no one's a plant and just, you know, it's through the process of photosynthesis. But you know, if we're, if you're that anomaly, then that'd be nice. Whoa. Um, but yeah, so, so going into it guys, I know this is the process that also may take the longest for a lot of people for it to click. Some are going to, come to you know certain you know certain like you know paradigm shifting moments faster than others so it just depends on you once again but the main thing is establishing a good base and understanding at of where you are at now a lot of coaches and people in general will google how to figure out my maintenance calories and you will find a series of different uh equations calculators that are free that are that are awesome hey use the resources if you want to my only thing is that it's it's very rare if i have someone that's so spot on with that that equation and and don't take any of these these things as a you know at face value where that number is the number and that is right and there's no way that it could be off even a little bit you know this is an estimation based on the information that you put in now maybe you're lucky and you're pretty damn close. So it's an easy little adjustment here and there. But if you're going that route, give yourself about a two week buffer 
to figure out after you get a number of your maintenance level where you're supposed to start at. Give yourself about at least two weeks of being consistent to watch what's happening with your weight. This is going to be a very big, uh, important factor to take in consideration. Yeah, I, I personally don't like using the equations and formulas because I know, me personally, if I were to put in my information for a given week, um, I can have two separate weeks with the same information plugged in, but I know that my maintenance would be totally different based on my activities during the day, my eating habits, what's going on during the week. So I personally just don't like using formulas and equations. Can it be done? Yes, I guess it can be because it's, you know, you're starting off with a base, uh, but you can have an individual that, that eats, you know, 1200 calories a week, have that same individual eating 2200 calories a week. That's a thousand calories difference. And it's going to be drastic. Now I would, I would completely, uh, approach those two individuals drastically different. The one in taking only 1200, I would most likely try to bump up their calories slowly. The one at the 22, we can make a shift of either up or down. Um, regardless, we have more flexibility there, but I would prefer, and I always tell anyone that I start with, and we've said this, you know, countless times, track your calories, give me about a week to two weeks of what it is that you're taking. I don't want you to try to impress me or nothing because I want to know what the base is and then we can make that adjustment. Kind of like how I said, if the end result is you're averaging, you know, 1,000, 1,200, 1,500 calories a week, then we're going to go in a direction. If we have, you know, over 2,000, then we're going to go a separate direction. So, and it's very important to know where we go and how do we know where we go by getting that, uh, like I mentioned, that roadmap, right? We want to see exactly where we where we start off with. If I'm trying to get to Jacksonville, but I'm in Orlando, okay, it's going to be much shorter. But if I'm down in Miami, then it's going to be a longer trip, and that's totally fine. But just only, we know, only our Florida people understand that. Okay, <laughs> I guess I guess so. So let's just say if I'm starting in Florida, want to get to California, you know, it'd be different if I'm starting in Texas and going to California. How about there, that one? I think that would be better for everyone. Unless you guys don't know where <laughs> Texas is at, then I, we, the next level show can't help you anymore. If you, don't, if you don't know where Texas is, you just triggered a, a whole bunch of people. <laughs> um, I like They're this. Their own country. I, I like this for a lot more though than, than just getting information for us. It's, it's good information for the client too. Um, oh, I yeah. use one of my new clients. He's doing very, very well. He's, He's really taken to the process very well, but he started off just like this. He gave me a week of tracking the way that he's eating right now. And it was extremely eye-opening to him. He was consuming, according to his tracking, about four to 5,000 calories a day. This guy was not active. And it doesn't take a personal trainer to know that four, four to 5,000 calories a day is a lot. Most people have at least known that you know 2,000 is the average recommendation um, that's what they say on, on most food labels, but you know, that was very eye opening for him. And but that's actually beautiful. I, I, I get so, so excited when I see high numbers and people yeah. will kind of cover the differences between because they're people like, Oh my God, how could he like, he was honest and that's beautiful. That's, that's for us as a coach, we can then really give you some this person is going to respond fantastic to yep. whatever direction Mike decides to take him. Um, because a lot of people are even afraid of plugging in things because what happens is that you become very aware of how much of that particular food you may be consuming. Maybe you have like a, a very bad relationship 
and or you're embarrassed to show your coach or anyone else. So I think is like being completely okay with what you're going to be and be so so honest with yourself because essentially this is for you this is not to impress like we said at the beginning don't impress us don't try to make it look like you eat this a certain way when you're not show us the the sodas the junk food the the fast food whatever you're eating show us the good too that you're doing show us everything and be super transparent that way uh whoever's working with you or if you're doing this all on your own you can better serve yourself might continue sorry i just had to say that no, you pretty much just summed it up more eloquently than I could have. So, <laughs> sorry, dude. It's all right. Uh, um, but basically, what I wanted to talk to, because Gabe started kind of going in a direction that I wanted to save for a little later, which was, you know, what happens if you're someone that, on average, is consuming a very low amount of calories? This is something that's also important. So, before we go in there. The reason why we're even doing this is, like we said, to establish your base and because we need to know what direction we're going to go in for you, whether that is muscle building, whether this is fat loss, or maybe you're just trying to maintain, you know, you're just trying to have a, and maybe you're just cleaning up your diet, right? So we got to figure that out first and foremost. Um, if you're someone that's ultimately trying to build muscle, you don't care about being losing weight at this point, then whatever your base average number is let's just throw a hypothetical 2200 calories. That's what you're averaging for the week or two weeks that you've been consuming. You stay relatively around the same weight because your weight shouldn't be changing super drastic from that one week to the next. That's another thing to keep in mind. But once we, we have a your weight, your weight is pretty level. It's between a pounder or so in range and the calories are on average about the same or so. Then if you're trying to gain weight, ultimately, you want to increase that calorie consumption up to about 250 to, you know, the you know average half a pound, quote unquote, per gain, to about 500 calories, which puts us roughly on, you know, the, I put all quotations when I say this about a pound a week of muscle. Which, if you're gaining a pound of muscle a week, holy shit, like that you're doing is doing awesome. You're brand new. It's not unlikely, but if you're someone that's experienced and has a, it's in a, it's not that we already know it's not that much, but take it slow. Typically a person that's trying to gain weight already struggles with consuming. So just bump up about 200 to 250 is usually pretty good. Sweet spot where you're gaining very slowly, just like we want to lose very slowly. We want to gain muscle at a gradual pace to keep as much, uh, body fat, you know, low as possible or, or under control because it's okay to get a little, little fluffy peoples. Um, if you're trying to bulk up <laughs> now, um, <laughs> so if you're trying to lose, if you're the opposite, you're here cause I got, I'm just want to lose some weight and lose some body fat or whatever. If the opposite is true now, it's just reducing a bit of, uh, you know, anywhere from on average 250 to 500 is usually the general numbers that you'll see equations spat out or other people you've heard information about. Yeah. Just real quick. If we're, uh, for the people that are going to, that their goal is to reduce. Um, now if you're, if your base is at like, let's just say a thousand or 1200 calories, you know, you, you, what you don't want to do is just cut it down by so much. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm saying, you know, the person that has a higher calorie, there you can be a little bit more flexible, right? Because for someone that's, that's dropped, that has a 20, let's just call it 2,500 calories or a much more even number would be 2,000 calories and you're going to drop them down by 500. That's, you know, 25% of their, right? That'd be 25% of their uh, total. But then if you have someone that is eating only 1,000 and you drop them down by 500 calories, that's half. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that, that's just way too much. That's why I, you know, that's a, a reason why you say that when you see high numbers, you're like, okay, this is awesome. And we can make a lot of just, you know, uh, changes and they'll respond great to this. So it's always, uh, generally speaking, that's what you give general numbers, one to 500 calories. And it all depends on where your start is. And that's why it's so important to know where you start. So that way you can make these adjustments. Because how are you going to know where, where, you know, which way you're going to go if you don't know where you're starting? Right. Or want, how much want, you can make adjustment by. I wanted to also, you know, Gabe's saying some very important things. So this is something to really keep in mind. The, what I found is that a lot of people, if you're honest, your consumption is usually pretty high at one point in the week or another. So it bumps yep. your average up relatively high for the most part, but some people miscalculate. So, but if you are that anomaly where you're eating very low calories already, and you seem to gain weight with anything above, you know, anything above a thousand calories, you're gaining weight or something that's you you feel like that is you by scientifically speaking you need to be consuming less calories to be in a calorie deficit I mean, eating less calories than you um than you than you burn right yep, I'm, yep. I'm like yeah. i had a moment there um it's like yep yep that's pretty much it <laughs> um so you hear a lot of times that people say it's calorie deficit calorie deficit calorie deficit now if you're someone that already has done calorie deficit through radical diets and starving yourself and you are kind of to a point where now you have allowed your body, your metabolism to adapt to a lower number, you're very inactive, you know, you have kind of all these things that are not working in your favor, you may not be the person I would recommend starting off this month going right into a calorie deficit unless you were plugging in everything, the margaritas you have on the weekends, the appetizers and all the snacks that you have at work or whatever. And you're bumping up to about three and a high number of calories where it's like you're eating about 20 some, you know, in the 2000s, 3000s, X amount of calories, then yeah, we can play around with a calorie deficit right away and you'll get some immediate response. But if you're someone that consumes barely 1500 calories, you're pretty, you're relatively active or you're not that active and your body just stays there then we know that unless you're okay with eating a thousand calories or less, you know, moving forward, we would probably advise maybe cleaning up your nutrition um, before, you know, going in a specific, you know, a specific range. And this is more so for our our weight loss, fat loss uh, person, because if you're maintenance, we just know about cleaning up and adding more good foods and maintenance. If you're someone that's just pain management or something, just having a good routine, healthy foods is going to, you're going to be perfect. It's really easy to be there if you're not carrying in a direction, but if you're someone that's gaining weight, we just know that you have to eat a bit more. doesn't have to be drastic, but the weight loss crowd, this is where the mindset really has to come into play. And we're really going to make sure that we help you uh, kind of understand these things and we'll hold you. We'll answer any questions you have, obviously, but it's understanding that it may not be the best thing most people to eat super restricted because this is where the pattern happens over and over again. And it's going to be a much slower start. It's going to be a much slower start. I'm going to say this. It's not forever that it's going to be super slow. It's the beginning process because we're actually not going to try to drop you right off the bat, but don't get discouraged. Like I said at the beginning, there still can be tremendous things happening just from getting your body to a healthier place, eating a little bit more good foods, adding some good nutritious, nutritionally dense foods in your diet with a good proper strength routine, managing your stress, managing your sleep. And then when it's time to pull away, your body will finally respond. And then those weight, that weight loss will come a little bit more uh, easier than 
trying to force it at the beginning and then you're kind of getting stuck later down the road. I do want to, uh, I want to drive a, a point home real quick for anybody that's, um, our, you know, our, our weekend warriors, they're, they're eating a thousand calories Monday to Friday. And then on the weekends mm. they go out margaritas, blooming onions, all the, all the fun stuff. Um, cause <laughs> there are people out here like this and I have had people yep. like this and they do, <laughs> The, the the response is the same. I'm good through the week. What's the problem with the weekends? And very, very basic math. If you're eating a thousand calories Monday through Friday, that's a total of 5,000 calories. If you go out on Saturday and Sunday and just have a good time and you put down 2,500 calories on both of those days, that's 5,000 calories in two days. You've just matched your five days of starving yourself in a matter of two days. Not just that, but that brings your average up to just above 1,400 calories. So you're not actually consuming 1,000 calories at that point. I agree. And I think that it's, it's really, I love that point, much more common than people think. They, but some things that could be coming into play, this is something that we'll discuss in later episodes because we kind of just want to get you started. Pay attention to that. Watch that. Don't change that just yet. Go about your week the way you normally would go because this is dropping on a Friday. Whenever, If you listen to this on a Monday, you're a couple of days behind. This doesn't matter. Just go through the process as you listen to each time this episode, these series of episodes come out. You can kind of go back and reference some things, but pay attention to those things because this is going to really help get an understanding. A lot of times that happens if you're someone that's really questioning this, is like, why is this happening? We're probably restricting so damn hard during the week that eventually your body will get hungry enough and will trigger that response to refuel because your body wants to feel, you know, be in homeostasis. It wants to feel balanced. It doesn't want to be in a calorie deficit. It doesn't want to be necessarily in a surf. It just wants to feel comfortable. So you're going to, you're going to, if you're eating low, low, low calories and restricting and you're doing so good during the week, but it's so low and restricted that it causes you to binge on the weekends, then we got to kind of retake an approach and we will help you doing once we kind of establish if this is you by next week's episode. And this is to Mike's earlier point at uh, level of awareness for the client, for the individual as to why things are happening to them, right? Because if this is you and you don't understand as to what's going on or how come this happens, but then once you see it on paper, on your app, um, right in front of your face, oh, this is what I'm doing. Oh, okay, then this is why then that's when your coach, your trainer, or uh, if you do not have one, then we can for sure answer and let you know, this is kind of like why, which is Mike, uh, Mike just brought, uh, the way he bro uh, broke that down, hello, tongue-tied there, uh, <laughs> you can kind of like see exactly what's going on. And you know, your body's saying, hey, Monday through Friday, I barely get anything. Let me hold on to these, these calories as much as I can. Let me hold on to this, uh, this energy because I'm barely going to get anything. So it, it just, it, your body's an adaptation machine. It knows what's going on. You know, it's, it's very, very smart. That goes to that counter punch that I said earlier in the episode. And it just wants to, uh, like you said, just stay in homeostasis and not starve itself and just be, you know, function. Um, I think that this is a good way to start off the series. All we want you to do, want you to do for this next week until this next episode. And even if you come across this, past the time of you know, the beginning of October, whenever you decide, you know, you fall upon this episode, doesn't matter. The, the principle doesn't change. It's all about figuring out um, 
you know, getting this, all we care about first week is finding out your base. That's all, literally all you need to do. This is with your, where you're at exercise wise. This is where you're at. Maybe even movement wise for my people that have Apple watches, Fitbits, whatever you name it, any wearable that, you know, you have to track how many steps on average you're doing. That's another thing you can kind of jot down. And, and once you established a base, uh, then we know in, in a much clearer picture for you, so-and-so it doesn't matter from your neighbor your best friend your wife it's or your husband whatever it's it's literally where are you at you know currently and then based on the next series of episodes you're going to know exactly in what direction may be the better alternative we're going to cover macros how to kind of prioritize those things but we don't want to overextend this episode just just get the data collect it for the next week or so let's see where you're at and then we can kind of guide you in the next steps. And while you're tracking and getting your baseline, this, is, this isn't just to your foods. This is also to your beverages as well. You know, put in those sodas, though, even if it's the water. Okay, how many cups of water are you taking a day? Are you only drinking once? Are you drinking two? Maybe none, right? Who knows? What I'm saying is like, just don't limit this to the foods, uh, to the, your beverages. And to your point, John, just, you know, your level of activity. And that would be your steps. Uh, are you going to the gym? Um, are you not? And that's fine too. But just uh, the great thing about us having, you know, they're much more, it's much more common for people to have uh, some type of a wearable device. And that can kind of like take that tracking out of it. Uh, we, that's one less step that we would have to do, but it is a very important uh, part of the puzzle to seeing exactly how active someone is. Again, it would be totally different from someone that's uh, moving 2,000 steps a day to someone that's moving 10,000 steps a day. Absolutely. Mike, do you have anything else that maybe we might have forgot? No, I, th I think we covered it for, for week one. Yeah, it's, I think that's about all we need to focus on. Perfect. And for people that are maybe hopping on and haven't you know, joined the private Facebook group, this is where we're going to hop on and we're going to try to post some things here. I'm going to go and try to make some stuff for the Instagram page as well to let people know and be get some awareness around this. Because I feel that coming into quarter, you know, quarter four of the 2020, I know it's been a ride. We're, let's get to the season finale, right? Um, let's build some momentum. It's be a positive. I know, right? <laughs> it's like ready for season two. God, everyone's like sweating. Um, but let's let's set up let's set the pace for the end of the year. I know holidays are coming, so I'm not we're not expecting something super drastic. We're expecting to build some good basic habits that are fundamental, just like you would do with anything that matters, anything that has a good structure. It starts with the base, and the base is not always the prettiest, but it puts it sets the tone and expectations for everything coming forward um so join the five the private fa uh, private facebook group that's another tongue twister at the next level show private forum type that into the search box i already got a a request uh, this morning before hopping on you know come in there ask questions you know tag us in the in the in your posts that way we can that way make, we make sure we don't miss it and we're going to help you every step of the way Take this as a free learning experience from three different coaches with maybe slightly three different styles and uh, you get so much out of it. And hopefully this kind of, we, we really just want to make sure that we can change your life in the better. Give someone uh, a great direction to go to, uh, you know, know where to start, 
know where to make that adjustment. And this isn't just for beginners, kind of like how you mentioned, if someone that's been uh, in this, you know, have started their fitness journey a while back, but aren't too sure exactly where to go, or they feel like they're at a stalemate, at a plateau, then this is something that can help you. This is someone that's, you know, been going to the gym for like forever, but just you haven't tracked at all. This is a great time for you to just start, get, yeah. gain that level of awareness of where you're at and where you need to make those adjustments. And it doesn't matter, you know, that we're dropping this, what, the first week of uh, Friday of October. But mm -hmm. if you're coming across this, you know, whenever, uh, feel free to reach out to us and we will help you. Yeah, just go ahead and share with anyone. Share the link. Everyone. Send it to send it to your to your parents, to your yep. friends, to your aunts, your whoever. Whoever needs to listen to this and you feel that could benefit from this, send it, share it. Let's make this something uh let's impact as many lives as possible. And you're as a listener, you also have the the say in this and how many people we can help change their lives. So it wouldn't be a next level show without Gabe dropping us some papa jokes. Hey, uh, the question for Mike. Hey, Mike, uh, is your refrigerator running? I believe so. Because I'll vote for it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit at this point. Not a bad option. <laughs> oh, so that was to Mike. This is to, to, to John. Hey, uh, hey, bro. What's up, bro? Uh, can you hand me that pamphlet? For sure, bro. I'll, I'll give you this brochure. Brochure. <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't prepared man i forgot the script he said <laughs> i know i forgot i had other notes on here <laughs> notes on notes anywho that's it got it. welcome to the next little show i hope you enjoyed this episode did uh did you guys hear that uh trump's got the rona yes him and the wife yeah crazy yeah so all of all of our our peeps in, in bulgaria you heard it here first <laughs> In Sri Lanka. In Sri Lanka. Yeah, Sri Lanka. All right, guys, with that being said, if you enjoyed this episode, if you found it informative, leave us a five-star rating and a review. If you're feeling extra generous, check us out on Instagram at The Next Level Show. You can follow my personal page at John Alva 7 Gabe is at Prime and Glory. And Mr. Mike at Mike Nillis PT.